Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, for many are invited, but few are chosen. Uh, this scripture surrounds people being invited to a wedding banquet, and they was invited, but they chose not to go twice. And so the Lord said that the king just went out and invited anybody. But first thing, first thing is, the Lord said in these scriptures, he says, go out and invite anyone because they did not deserve to come to my banquet. Meaning that the invited can be replaced by anyone. Mm. That takes away your feelings of importance. Because mm. I can see some people, you, you should have, and I think that's what it insinuates because the king sent out this invitation and they refused and he sent them back again. He says, listen, I've already slaughtered the oxen. You know, I already got the barbecue going. I, I, I can't, I can't. I can't put the uh, meat back in the skin, you know. So you got to come. But they chose not to come. So, he says, go out and invite anyone. Because they did not deserve to come. Hmm? It's kind of like dusting your feet off. They did not deserve to come. Hmm? Yes? So anybody that did not come to church this morning, you did not deserve to come. That's my attitude. You did not deserve to come. Yes? And if there's anybody here named anybody, you probably replace somebody. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's banquet today. Glory to God. <laughs> But how does that make you feel that you could be replaced by anyone? <laughs> I mean, he invites, obviously, people he knows. He invites people. And you don't show up. And he says, you don't deserve. So go invite anyone. I don't care who it is. Just as long as they got a, a wedding suit. Invite anyone. Well, wouldn't it be interesting if you was engaged to be married and wedding day come? Yes? I, I don't know if some of you got the faith for this, but wedding day comes and the man didn't show up. You got your dress on? Go out and invite anyone. <laughs> yes? Somebody's fainting on aisle two over here. <laughs> nah, see, you, you're saying no too quick, but isn't that what Jesus did? Because we are the bride. And so who I invited, see, 
Roger, you might want to take a note here. Just invite somebody, right, to the wedding. You don't have to get a proposal. Just invite them. Say, we're getting married on this day. <laughs> now, if you're a lady, you can come with your dress. They don't show up. Tell your bridesmaid, call them one time. If they refuse, just go out and get anybody, and I'll marry them. <laughs> now, at Christmas, you're supposed to be envisioning these, what is it, these plums? What was that little, how the little story goes? You know, the, the children go to sleep the night before Santa Claus. You have visions of sugar plums. Sugar plums. She's having visions of hell right here. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't know who would show up? It might be better than anything you could imagine. Who wants to get married? Make an appointment, Nicole. <laughs> Invite somebody. If they don't come, we'll just go out there and get anybody. Huh? I feel like an African pastor right now, you know. I feel, I feel the anointing. Isn't that made it to Trinidad? <laughs> but... As much as we laugh at that and as much as it scares us, that's what he did. And not till death do you part because you don't die in heaven, it's forever. No, see, God's not real brave. God knows nobody can resist his love and whoever he touches is made perfect anybody he chooses hmm? <laughs> ladies fainting and all over the sanctuary scratching their head <laughs> I believe the men are braver than the women you know <laughs> But maybe that's some of the problem because we don't want to marry anyone the Lord would choose. Mm -hmm. He can suggest, <laughs> but, but we ain't ready for the... Uh, mm. We're not ready for the anyone because we're still calling them anything. So we ain't ready for the anyone because we worried about the anything. <laughs> All right, so that was fun. So they did not deserve. But this subject really goes very, very deep. And it's something I've been 
speaking about we often think of the judgment day and we think on the judgment day we're going to come before this throne in heaven remember the earth is God's footstool so we're going technically we're all before the throne right now because God is so big but we're going to come before the throne our name is going to be called and you're going to stand up and walk forward as if though you're already in or you're going to come begging or you're going to fall at his feet or are you going to just say which way is hell you, you know. that's what we envision we talked about this I think a few weeks ago with Lazarus and the rich man and when Lazarus died the angels took him to Abraham's bosom not to the throne although Abraham's bosom is before the throne when the rich man died and was buried and it's interesting Lazarus died and angels carried him to Abraham's bosom uh, when Lazarus died and went to Abraham's bosom he didn't even stick around to see if they buried him it never mentions buried Lazarus but the rich man died and was buried and in hell he looked up so stemming off that a little bit this is insinuating a judgment that is not like a courtroom but a judgment that is somehow or another we've already chosen even before we die now when we come to this 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 same invitation here right there was people that were invited meaning church people Christians they were invited but when the time come for them to come they did not come but if you look at the verse I think it's like maybe verse 8 I can't remember if, if you look at the verse it says they did not deserve to come they did not deserve but how is it that this king says they did not deserve to come but it wasn't the king that made the choice life somehow made the choice sent out two invitations so obviously the king wanted these particular people to come perhaps they were considered nobles or you know upstanding people or godly people or you know holy people what, what have you he invited them twice that means he really wants you to come you know first time he invites you you refuse you and you send back no we've already got the barbecue going you gotta come and you don't come and the attitude is they don't deserve to come now we think well the king should have the right to say all right don't invite that one don't invite that one invite this one invite this one they deserve to come but it was life's choice that made the decision and then he does kind of the unspeakable he says just go out and invite anyone as long as they got a wedding suit just go out and invite anyone because 
I've got all this barbecue. But he says of the other one, they did not deserve it. Does everybody hear what I'm saying? It's, it's not like it's not like it's not like I'm about to get married, and, and I look at a young lady and I say, "Nah, you don't deserve me." So, so I proposed to you. I said, I'm, "We get married, you know, such and such day." I give you a call just in case you forgot because we got the barbecue going. You don't show up. I said, forget you. I don't deserve you. Go get me anybody. 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 That means your enemy <laughs> could get your place. Anybody. But it's this, it's this thing of the judgment. Because we, we fully expect that we might get to heaven. And the Lord says, no, you can't come in. You don't deserve it. We expect that type of judgment, right? But more and more as I read the word and understand the word, the word is not that type of judgment. Because we expect to come in, oh, you worthy? You not worthy. So we're expecting that word to be handed down directly from the throne. The angels are going to open the books. They're going to read all these things out here that you've done good and bad. And then they're going to look to see if your name's in the Lamb's book of life. And then the word is going to go forth. Well done, my good and faithful servant. But you can't hear that if you don't show up. So there might be some well done that don't make it on the plate. You was well done. <laughs> but you didn't make it to the plate. So now you're going to be a different type of well done. Uh, more like burnt. <laughs> So you, you expect that, that the voice is going to come from the throne or come from heaven. Welcome. Or you don't deserve that way. But you have many examples. You have many examples that that's not the type of judgment. Like this one. They don't deserve to come. If you look at the judgment of the sheep and the goats, the Lord came down and he separated them. Not by you deserve, you don't deserve. In fact, the, the, the beauty of that judgment is just one picture of the, of the judgment. The beauty of that judgment is the ones that made it into heaven, they couldn't figure out what they did to make it in. So it must be this anybody group. Hmm? Anybody group? Shelly, if you're brave enough, you know, and if the man you invite don't come, we could just invite anyone. And they would love you. They say, What did I ever do, Shelly, to be your man?
Feel the power. Um, so, because this this understanding that this judgment is it's kind of delightful, but it's quite scary too if you think about it. I mean, you go to sleep and then you wake up in heaven or hell. As some, I mean, you did something. You pushed a button or you didn't push a button. Something you did in life. You don't even you don't even get to give those you know those little puppy dog eyes to the Lord and say Lord you know you you don't get that yes ladies you don't get that you, you know that I'm so in this. Uh, like you ain't got a back of now bone in your entire body. Just as a general rule, I find the quieter women are, the more you should stay away from them. <laughs> I think that's true of men too, you know. So, you're invited to the kingdom of heaven. It says many are invited. King James says called. Right? Invited is for the more sophisticated among us. We send you an invitation. King James just calls you up. For many are called, but few are chosen. Now we understand that the Lord, not a sparrow falls apart from the will of God. We understand that the workings of God is in all things. You know, he's the one that that made those individuals decide they want to go, you know, check on their field or they had a marriage to go to or something like that, you know. We understand that God works in all things. But the reality of what we're seeing here is God invited you, but you being worthy or not, totally dependent up, depended upon the fact of whether or not if you showed up. He invited you, but it's up to you to be chosen. Whew, that makes sense, don't it? He invited you. He called you, but it's up to you to be chosen. He said to you, Peter, walk on the water. But it's up to you, Peter, to get out of the boat and try. And if the kingdom of heaven is hinged if such a big thing as you know eternity is simply based upon he put it in your hands and the Bible would say so it says all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved nothing about theology nothing about being this perfect person all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved if you know Forever and ever and ever. All eternity is hinged upon this, this, this concept that you are invited, but it's up to you to choose. How much more the small things in life? Huh? Maybe he says, yes, you can be married, but it's up to you to choose to be married. 
Maybe there's things that stands in your way. Uh, yes, I'll give you a new job, but it's up to you to choose it. And choose it means that the things that you think are important right now, you've got to set them aside for what God has for you. All this week we've been talking about religious love and, and, and a lot of times when we say religiousness, we relate that to church people, but actually it's church people pretending to love. But religious love does not have ears to hear or eyes to see. It just does the same thing over and over again, hoping for something good to happen, but it never happens. So it's not, religious love is like not being alive. I mean, you go through the things that says your life, you get out of bed. Huh? You get out of bed, you know. You, you might say hi to somebody, you drink your tea, okay, okay, I haven't seen many dead people do that. Right? If you ever see a dead person do that, run. <laughs> but you, you, you go to work, maybe you come to church today. But you always come to church. On Sundays. But if you're not alive, that means you're religious. And so you're doing the same thing. But you've invited to something better. You're invited to a better life. But will you choose the better life? Uh, you've been invited to forgive, but will you choose to forgive? Yeah. I mean, everybody has the choice to forgive, right? But will you choose it? Hmm? Everybody has the choice to come to church or not, but will you choose it? And when you come to church, can you hear? Or is the day already mapped out? All right. So service will be over with at uh, 2.30 if the prophet don't get too excited. <laughs> cafe be out of here by three o'clock <laughs> five o'clock I start my Indian movie <laughs> see can't no invitation interrupt that see that's the thing the invitations of God they could interrupt your boring life. Yes, they could interrupt your boring life, but you choose not to let it. Oh no, we, we watch a movie on Sunday afternoon. We watch romantic movies. But you want to be married, but you're watching a romantic movie. You're already married. You want a new job, but you, 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 you're religious about where you're at and you're too fearful to receive the invitation that God has given you, so you choose not to go. You choose to quit filling out applications. You choose to quit believing in something better when God says it exists. Uh, you choose not to sing with the worship song. You choose not to worship. Hmm? You choose.
to lose. Let me put it this way. Hell is on you. Broke is on you. Come follow me, says the Lord. I will make you the fisherman of men. Come follow me. I will prosper you. Come follow me. But we choose to stay in our own understanding. There's a way that seems like life, but in the end is death. Lean not to your own understanding. And so all these individuals, they didn't even realize they knew, oh, well, we, we knew they was getting married. But I didn't know they were going to get married today. I got things to do. But what you missing out on? Uh, what you missing out on? I thank God that some of you don't know what you missed out on yesterday. Because it might just hurt you too much. Because if we... Fast forward this to the day after we would know what we missed out on. I think I think some of us know some things we might have missed out on. Huh? I know a lot of bad things I missed out on. Glory to God. Huh? I'm happy about that. But I don't know if we could handle just facing all the things we have missed out on in our life. And and I pray we don't have to ever see that in heaven. That doesn't mean, that's not a reason why you shouldn't go to heaven. But think about it. Wonder how many stupid decisions I made. Wonder who I could be married to today. Wonder what job I could have today. Huh? Wonder what could be my, wonder how my life could be different if I had chose the invitation God had given me. Uh, I'm not talking about living a life of regret. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this out so that we don't do it today. Amen. And we don't do it tomorrow. That we might, you know, isn't it amazing? You said no to some things yesterday that you don't know what demon came over your head. Why did you say no to that? Because you see the prosperity of that decision, but you didn't choose that. Hmm? Which simply means that you shouldn't lean to your own understanding. But when the Lord invites you and you feel the Lord telling you, come. Come. And I'm not just talking about from a religious perspective of, of come to church. Or a religious perspective of, of, of come to heaven. Or a religious perspective of come and give your whole life to God and don't do nothing else. You know, come and be a nun, all those things. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just decisions in life. Where you could bring glory to God. Huh? See, everybody ain't called into to priesthood. But we're all called to witness. We're all called to be a testimony. We're all called to tell somebody God is good. We're all called to have this testimony. Well, I wasn't sure about it, but I just believed the Lord was telling me to do this. 
And I, the reason I'm blessed is nothing of my own. Because I didn't even want to go in that direction. But I felt like the Lord was inviting me. In. And so I went. And Lord has my life turned out. All I can do is testify in him. Because if it was up to me, I wouldn't have done it. Woo! Hmm? Uh-huh. There's an invitation in the mailbox. I don't know if it's email, Gmail, what kind of mail, but might be female, but there's a there's an invitation in the mailbox. Will you consider the invitation? Would you consider that there might be something more important than the greatest of your fleshly plans? Would you consider there might be something more important this afternoon than going home? Like fellowship class at 3 o'clock. Preaching fellowship at 3 o'clock. If you love Jesus, everybody gets a few minutes to preach. If you love Jesus. Or if you're still young, or you can pass for being young. We have youths. <laughs> but according to your understanding, that's not what you want to do today. And there's no pressure there because we don't know what the Lord's invitation is. The point is to get out of this religiousness and out of this religious love so that we can hear. But most of our days are planned out. Yes. Yeah. Who got laundry to do this afternoon? My sister, you got laundry to do this afternoon? Huh? See, the Lord know you got laundry to do this afternoon. Lots of laundry to do. But what if the invitation was to do something other than laundry? Huh? Huh? Tell Nigel. Right? To smile and put some perfume on and nobody will never know. <laughs> ah, see that? The, the Lord, he, he, he's, I saw you one time. Uh, I'm not exposing your dirty laundry, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but it's the point. All of us, have, most of us got this day planned out. Which means that if you get an invitation, oh, I love this one. Well, them children got to go to school tomorrow. I don't matter. Them children got to go to school next day. 21 years, 23 years I've been in Trinidad. That is the number one excuse why people can't stay. Sunday afternoon. Everybody hear me. I'm not pressuring you to stay today. You can stay if you want to stay. It's the point. The point is. 21 years. Them children. You don't even know their name. It's them children. I got to iron and get them ready for school. 
How long does it take to iron? And you know full well them children won't even be ready to go to school when you wake them up in the morning. Them children won't want to get out of bed. But that's the thing we do. Sometimes we think it's managing time, but basically, some of us, we got our, our life mapped out, and, and quite frankly, the devil ain't coming to your house because you're, you're it's just boring. <laughs> uh, he, he don't see nothing good. He just says, huh, not me. I, st- uh, I stand away from them. Uh, uh. The Lord says your week is already planned out. And there's nothing exciting. <laughs> but you've had that thought. There's nothing exciting. Just, there's no hope in this week. Is there any hope in this week? You know what I'm talking about? Is there any hope in this week? Stand up. Boom, 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 boom. We ain't gonna talk about your dirty laundry. <laughs> what? She has laundry to do. How you know? But I have no water. Uh huh. Huh? The tanks are low. There's no water in the means, so I can't wash in any case. So you're just gonna sit there and look at them all week? Yeah. Uh huh. But I, um, the Lord can put water in the tanks, but yes. but the point is, you have said you you have a grim look on this week. So yeah, a little bit, prophet. Why? Um, one of my colleagues who is does the same job with me. She was on sick leave last week, and she's going to be on sick leave. So I had to do her work and mine, which involves um, a lot of running around to different branches. All right, and yeah. then you come home to your. Laundry and little water. And them children. And them children. Now, mind you, them children just one, you know. You got two there? My son and the dogs. And the dog. Your son old enough to take care of himself. He grown. You need to leave them children alone. Take care of the other them children. But, but see, when you, when you do that, what, what possibilities might you have? Huh? What possibilities might you have? Mm. So I'm going to just throw, I'm just going to throw a, a date in there. I'm going to throw a date in there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so you usually the class on Wednesday nights? Yes. But your intent was to watch it online this week. I wasn't, I didn't think about that. Think yet. about it real quick. Well, yes, more than likely, yes. Because <laughs> the Lord said you're going to watch it online. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. This is going to scare you. 
There's an invitation coming. Now the invitation is not to come here in person. <laughs> this is just a thought for some of you online people. When the rapture takes place. Is it? Are you just going to see heaven sitting on your couch in hell? It's just a thought. How that takes place, you know. Nah. Lord's going to do something Wednesday. I ain't even, I'm not going to tell you what. See, now right now, you're getting nervous. See, she's getting hot. Hot. I say date, she don't know what that means. First question, is he ugly? Who is it? I didn't even say it was of a romantic nature. I just said a date. Huh? Wednesday. You're going to testify. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you. All right. Mm. How many of you got your week so mapped out that even if you got a good invitation, you'd probably turn it down? And here's the thing. The Lord might not let the invitation come to you because you would turn it down and be guilty. Or you wake up tomorrow or the next day with all this regret. I don't know why I didn't go. How many of us got our lives so wrapped up? Huh? Yes? <laughs> I just, I saw this vision. You know what's held up the rapture? God can't get everybody free at the same time. I don't think that's going to stop it, but it's a thought. Nah. Uh-uh. Trinidadians free, free this day, but, but the Chinese ain't free. It's their new year or something here, you know. It's what they, uh. Your life is so sold up. I understand that, I understand that, that successful people, I understand you, 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 you make a plan out. I learned something a long time ago. First thing is, I, 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 I learned, I learned this a long time ago. And what I learned is, don't ever make a plan. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it. Don't ever make a plan. <laughs> I have tentative things that I'm going to do. Because I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it just aggravates the Lord or, or what. But as soon as I make up a plan, that does not work out at all. Sometimes I make a plan to, I'm going to study all day. Huh? Yes. And I have students that have decided they're going to act up all day. So somehow that interferes with my plan. 
Anybody like that? Your plans don't work out no way. And all you do is get frustrated and aggravated at yourself. You condemn yourself. You judge yourself. You do all kinds of things. Beating up on yourself. What if you weren't even supposed to do that? It's good to have some objectives in life. But to have it so concrete you can't let a change happen? Huh? Why? You go to the bank. They're going to give you $1,000. Right? So you go into the bank. They have $20,000. Uh, boy, I didn't plan for this. I can't take this. I ain't got, <laughs> I ain't got room for this, you know. I, I can't do this, you know. Uh, well, you say, oh, I would change my mind. But how many things in our life is like that? And how many of us have uh, these, uh, you know, and, and I can't believe some pastors encourage that. Finding a husband or a wife is like putting together a puzzle. You got to have all the pieces. <laughs> In other words, you got this list. Don't check, check, check. Oh darn! Nope. <laughs> check, check, check. you have your life like that but does that does that leave room some of you come to church today and you decided where you going to sit before you come through the door you know now nah, I feel like sitting up front today you come up front all the seats taken <laughs> I feel like sitting at, I'm going to sit at the back you ever hear people say I'm going to ease into church <laughs> I'm going to ease in. See, there's somebody ease in. He's just sitting at the very back. He's as far away from God as he can be right now. <laughs> I, not only is he at the back, but if the spirit comes down, it's going to touch children before it touches him. Because if such an awesome thing as eternal life is a choice, for God so loved the world. See, everything says it's a choice. Everything says it's not a courtroom appearance. If the greatest decision in life comes with this choice to go to church one morning or not go to church how much more are the small prosperous choices in life based upon a choice now here's the thing that's scary when we start thinking about that if we think about it in our natural selves because there's a thousand ways to die but there's one way to live once you stop that religious loving you, you trust the Lord and you bounce up in the morning and say Lord don't let me miss nothing today and the Lord don't want you to miss nothing but you got to have your ears open and your, and your, your eyes open you know and it just you're trusting God that today is going to be an awesome day not just today but tomorrow not just tomorrow 
the whole week, not just the whole week. Uh, quit. Why? Why would you prophesy a boring week? Why would you prophesy a boring week on yourself? Why would you prophesy, ooh, next week's going to be rough. I got to take somebody's place. Next week going to be rough. Why you got to prophe prophesy that stuff on yourself for? Huh? You don't know that. Is she single? She ain't single? The one you're replacing. She's married. All right. So, so maybe there's somebody that would, uh, you know. I'm not talking about her husband, but maybe there's somebody else. Maybe there's. You don't know. You don't know what the, what that's setting you up for. Just because it seems like it might be a little bit more work, you don't know what it's setting you up for. Huh? But you just see. You you could you could. You could set your mind. I'm going to work. I got all this work to do today. I ain't looking at nobody. Tall, dark, and handsome sitting there by the water cooler. You just walk right past that. Uh, you walk right past it. Huh? I'm just going home. I'm just going home. I ain't. I am. Job opportunity. You missed it. Huh? Yeah. Huh? You're going home to eat chicken. You pass by Price Smart that, that has ham on sale. Two for the price of one. No, I'm going to eat chicken. Huh? You're just missing out all the blessings. Huh? No, no, I don't. I don't fool with them things. I, I, don't, I don't. This is this is this is what I buy. This is this is what I invest in. I don't fool that stuff for this world. Huh? Am I talking truth? Huh? Wonder how many times these blessings all along our pathway. But we just, nah, ain't nothing going to distract me. Listen, I work too hard. Life is too hard. Life's too difficult. I'm not going to let nothing distract me from my boring life. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to entertain other possibilities. Huh? Here's the Lord. He had his heart set on marrying in you, but you didn't want to marry him. He says, you didn't deserve me. Go get me anybody. Huh? Give me anybody. See, that scares y'all to get anybody. Because when I say anybody, you hear anything. But the Lord knows. Hmm. That faith attracts good things. So when I say anybody, oh, not that the one that didn't show up is hard to replace, but anybody. 
give me any job and I can prosper. With God by my side. Yes. I can marry anybody and have a wonderful life with God by my side. Put a blindfold on. And just reach out and touch somebody. Huh? Let me put it this way. Ladies, some of y'all test men more than... Y'all test men. Somebody you're going to live with for a short space of time. Y'all test men more than God tests people for heaven. And maybe there's some men that do that too, you know. Huh? Y'all don't ever get through testing. Huh? None been married 15 years. Well, I don't know if I want to be married to you. You mean you still testing? <laughs> With God. When you let him help you make those decisions, you know. Because you know, you know, some of us are broker right now. And I'll, let me say it this way: some of you are going to be more broke next week than you are today. Now, wait, man, hear me, hear me out. I'm not prophesying. I'm not saying you can't change it. But some of you are worse off next week than you are today. And the reason you're worse off, and the reason you're more broke, because you already got broke decisions that you determined to do this week. Uh, you're already determined to do something this week that's not prosperous, but the Lord wants to talk to you and say, hey, 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 hey. Pay attention, pay attention. Uh, pay attention. Because, see, the, the religious love and the religious mindset means I am formatting things and this is the way I'm going to do it based upon how I understand and what I think God see I think God is a lot like me you know and I think God is going to make the decisions I make rather than being open it, it's okay alright so most of us got to work this week okay alright I'm going to work I'm going to work yes unless I get sick and not sick or uh, you know but anyway we, we got this plan it, it's okay to have that that there but it should never be so concrete oh the boss is going to be in this week it's going to be rough you know what I'm talking about the boss going to be in this week it's going to be rough you don't know that can't get a raise unless the boss there you're always wishing the boss not to show up <coughs> so you're going to get a raise if the boss never shows up because you expect the boss to fire you. Because you don't think the boss has anything good to say about you. Huh? Am I talking in your corner? Am I? Does this relate? Kind of. How's it kind of relate? Stand, please. I thought I was just talking, but I realized the Lord's talking. How's that relate? My voice gone. Mm -hmm. Your voice is gone. <laughs> it wasn't gone a few minutes ago. <laughs> You're gone now. Talking like that. So, All right, whisper. Okay. Well, it was um, connecting a lot because uh, there's this guy that I do some work for privately, and um, 
I always sometimes be like, oh gosh, a lot of people, a lot of his employees are always like, he needs to come out of the way, he needs to not show up, he needs to not show up. So then when you said that, it's like, wow, See all of us always wishing that he never shows up, but if he never shows up for real, how can we get paid? How could anything really happen? How can you get a promotion? Exactly. How can he see how good a worker you are? Exactly. You divorce all the mother people. Wow. Divorce their mentality. Right. Divorce their mentality. And watch and see if something don't happen this week. Amen. <clears throat> see, some of y'all think this only happening at Disney. <laughs> you think this only happening in Disneyland? Huh? Oh, no. When you start trusting God. I mean, when you get out of the religiousness and you begin to trust God. But you're saying, nah, ain't nothing special going to happen this week. Well, since you ain't got nothing to do, this would be a wonderful week for something special to happen. Huh? Or maybe you know some things you got to do this week. I've known some things I've spoke to do. And um, I really didn't want to do some of these things, but it was already planned out. And it seemed like I couldn't get out of it. And then at the last minute, people called me up and said, uh, we're going to have to postpone this. And I say, oh. Oh. Make sure you're not on uh, video at the time, you know. You might disguise your voice, but not your face like, oh. You don't know what I can do. Quit seeing gloom and doom. Quit seeing that, that, your little life is more important than decisions that God might give you. Huh? You, you worried about some job. I'm prophesying. I don't know who wants this word. This is the last week of the job that you have. Now, now watch this. This word is for somebody. I know who, but it's for somebody. Somebody else can claim. This is the last week of your job. 35, 40% of you thought, oh no, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> it's going to be bad. It's Christmas. I ain't got no money. So I say, this is the last week of your job. Where does the mind go? I don't get fired. Hmm? Tell me that's not, tell me that wasn't a, a thought that, that generated in the atmosphere. Be honest. Some of, us, some of us heard the thought. It wasn't even our thought. Somebody else got in our brain. You really should keep the windows shut in your brain. People just jump in there. Nah. Someone, you have a job you don't like. And you think you're going to be there for a long time. (laughs) 
But if you have faith, this could be the last week you work at that miserable job. The man with the suit on. <laughs> Is that you? Does that relate to you? Well, no, I don't work for anyone right now. You don't work for anybody? No. So are you going to do fire yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of work you do? Hmm? Well, I'm business. All right, this so you're working for somebody. Hmm? Well, for the company, yeah. You're working for a company? Yeah, my own company, yeah. But your own company, right? Yeah. But well, maybe it means, maybe it means a, a client. Hmm. Right? Oh, uh, yeah. Because I saw the word coming over there smiling at you, you know. Does that relate to you? Does that, does that connect with you anyway? Well, it could possibly be, you know, someone, you know, that uh, maybe probably had to disconnect from or something like that. Say that again? Somebody had to have to disconnect from or something Somebody like that. Somebody got to disconnect from. Well, maybe. You just let the Lord work it out, right? Because I saw that word coming in your direction, you know. Because I mean, there's different ways. It, the word doesn't necessarily mean, listen, we all work for somebody. Even we've got our own company, we work for somebody, right? Or we work for somebody that works for somebody. It's all linked up together. Uh, but somebody, it's like, it's, you don't like the work you're doing, Right? So you just receive that, whatever capacity you can receive it, because I saw it hitting you. But I think it's somebody else in here. There's a work that you do. It's not your, it's not your, you don't really like that. Huh? You think that's you? It could be. You don't really think that's you. But you're almost afraid to receive it because you think God gonna, gonna fire you before Christmas. And you can't pay Santa Claus off. The Lord knows when you're, you're bored with a job. Sometimes he says, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just a little bit longer. But sometimes this might be the week. I believe it's the week for somebody. I believe it's talking to him. Because I just kept seeing the spirit going in. It. One, one of my, my basic passion and desire is to do ministry full time. Okay. All right. So you said full time, so all right. <laughs> My prayer is that the Lord don't scare you so much that you die in the process of the change. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You trust him. Yeah. Right? Yes. You trust him. This could be the week. Or maybe, you know, in the Old Testament, New Testament, sometimes a week is longer than a week. But it's still a period of time. Yeah. So you trust him, right? Yes. You never know. Mm. Listen, there's, there's a scripture that says, in a flash, in a twinkle of an eye. Right? How long does it take somebody to die? Huh? How long does it take to get a heart attack? How long does it take to get good news? Is the way you look at it? In a flash and a twinkle of an eye. I don't know why we say good news is coming, but it's going to be a long time off. 
It will always be in a flash and a twinkle of an eye. So believe this, yes? That's it. That's it. Just, just hold on to that. Huh? Who, who says it, it can't? And if somebody else can receive that word, you receive that word. Right? I, things change. It's just a wait till we get to that place. But who says it can't be this week? You know who said it can't be this week? You said it. I think it was you. <laughs> it wasn't God. Who said it can't happen this week? Don't get confused. I just talk. <laughs> You're going too deep. <laughs> You're going too deep. Huh? You may say, nah. Ain't no sense fixing my hair this week. I ain't going to get proposed to this week. You know. <laughs> Who said? Who said that? Huh? Who said that? Who said? Who said something good can't happen? <laughs> nah, it doesn't. I ain't going to do it in my hair till I see the person. Ten years later, you ain't done your hair. Uh, you're like Thomas. Unless I can put the, my finger in his hole, in the hole in his hand, in his side, I ain't going to believe. And that's some of us. Ain't nothing going to change. I ain't going to believe it till I see something. Huh? Till I see something. Yes. See, Josanne thought I was going to leave her alone this week. <laughs> Josanne, ever since she was small, she said she wanted to get married. She see other people get married. She didn't get married. How long? How long? Huh? And I am sure right now. You realize it wasn't long. In a flash, in a twinkle of an eye, things happen. Why can't it happen to you this week? Why can't it happen to you before this year is over with? And even if the thing you want most of all don't happen, at least you would smile a whole lot more if you had the hope. Because hope keeps it alive. Hope reaches out and brings it closer. In fact, you could speed it up just by hope. Uh, because hope will reach out there and grab it. When you don't have hope, you either don't believe in it at all. It does not exist. It does not exist within your life. It's not going to happen. Or it's a long time. And it's, it's, a, it's strange how we say, oh, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time. Listen, the Bible says you don't know the hour or the day hmm? when the Son of Man comes. But do you really know the hour or the day of anything? Do you know the hour or the day when your life is going to change, when an opportunity is going to present itself? Huh? And here's the thing. Maybe, maybe it won't be the thing... Maybe this week it won't be the very thing I want, 
But just hope by itself finds joy, finds fun, finds money, finds blessings, finds opportunity. Just a hope. What if God has invited you to a better life, but you just ain't chose it? You want some proof? You want to, you want to, you know, it's like one of those individuals where you know I would love to come to your son's uh, wedding banquet, but, but you should have sent me a, you should have sent me a, a notification. You know, you should have told me in advance. See, that's one thing proudful people don't like. I've had a lot of proudful people say they're going to do things for me. But they always give me this warning. But make sure you tell me days in advance. Huh? You want anything? That's what they say. You want anything? Just let me know. But let me know in advance. So if I need a ride, how am I supposed to figure out I need it? <laughs> What if I'm hungry? How am I supposed to figure that out? Well, I, th I think, uh, hello, hello. Listen, I'm going to be starving about this time. About four days from now, I'm going to be starving. Is, is that enough notice for you? <laughs> nah, don't tell me that stuff. If you are a friend, you'll get up in the middle of the night and give me some bread. <laughs> I don't care what life is dished out to you, yes? But life dishes out to you according to your appearance and life dishes out to you according to your hope. When you have hope, and especially hope in God, the devil can't say no to you. He don't even recognize you. When you have that, that hope in life, maybe the reason so many negative things has happened to you in your life is because you have faith for such things. Jesus says, according to your faith. The man says, I want to see. Jesus says, according to your faith. I believe I'm going to have a bad week. According to your faith. Huh? Yes? Huh? I believe I'm going to get offended according to your faith. Huh? You ever just walk around and say, let me stay away from people before they offend me. <laughs> let me just stay away from people before they do something to me. Don't you realize you're the one with the, you're the, one with the plague? I pity the poor souls that don't see you coming and run. <laughs> Because you are a fight itching to happen. Uh, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who, who needs a word? Who needs a word? Who needs a word? Huh? You know, it, it, it's kind of like John. John says... I'm Jesus' favorite. Jesus never told John he was the favorite. John chose that. Uh, John chose that. Now, now watch this. Watch this. 
John said, he didn't identify him, but he wrote the book. He says, the disciple that Jesus loves. He even had, John had Peter hoodooed. Yes. Because the Last Supper, and Jesus says, one of you going to betray me. Peter motions to John. <laughs> ask him. Because I'm not going to ask him. I'm not his favorite. You're his favorite. Uh, uh, and goodness knows, when somebody in this house thinks they're my favorite, <laughs> everybody wants to kill my favorite. Uh, I never said they was my favorite. They convinced you they was my favorite. So much so, you don't even come around, you know. And if you wanted something, you would go to one of them and say, ask the prophet. No. So, you could choose to be the Lord's favorite. I'm not talking about pride and arrogance. I'm just talking about, you, you could choose that the Lord is going to do something good for you this way. You could be in a house of miserable people, but the Lord's going to come into this house of miserable people. And I'm going to choose this week that God is going to do something this week. I'm going to choose. Now, to start with, it's not wise to say what's going to happen. Just choose that something good going to happen. Just start to believe that you have the Lord's favor. Start to confess it. And don't get upset every time something happens because if you are the Lord's favorite, you know that all things work for the good. So even if you're going through something, it's going to work out for the good. Huh? If you don't get the woman you want, you'll get the woman you need. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because the devil masquerades as an angel of light. So sometimes you got to stay away from some of them angels. See, he's smiling. Watch it. But we're going to use this as an example. He's trying to be my favorite. But when I start to walk to towards him, he starts to doubt, you know. <laughs> hey, if I get any closer, you're going to fall apart.
Ah, right here, right here. This young lady right here. You. Yes, stand, please. Why do I see you house-sitting? House-sitting. House-sitting. What does that mean? That's what I'm asking you. What does that mean? Why do I see you house-sitting? You know what? Well, actually, house-sitting means that you are not sitting on a house, but sitting in the house. House-sitting. Sometimes it implies that you are watching a house for somebody else, but it's like it's not your house, your house sitting. Do you know what that means? What does that mean? I'm sitting in somebody's house, and it's not my house. Uh, uh, sorry, the mic didn't even hear you. <laughs> I'm sitting in somebody's house, that's not my house. Is that what you're currently doing? Yeah. Yes. Hey, it's up to you. I, I can talk to you. I can t talk to somebody else. It's, it's your choice. Uh, all right. It's your choice. Because um, it, 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 it's your choice. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and, and pull information out of you if you don't want to share. If you want to share, share. But you can't see me later. It's now or ever. See, I'm like a, uh, like an, an uh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I had a thought, but I reserved the right not to speak it. Um, this is your chance. Is that your current position? Yes, I'm visiting. You're visiting. Yes. And so, are are you watching the house or? Are you watching the house for somebody or are you just... No. No. You're just visiting. Yes. In the house, but you're not really watching the house for nobody. You're just visiting. Yes. All right. So let's see what house sitting means. Mm. Do you have your own house? Mm? No. No. So while you was house sitting, you was wishing that you had a house. Is it a nice house you're sitting in? <laughs> so you wish you had a... You had this conversation. Yes? You're sitting on the couch close to a window. And you're having this conversation. With yourself, but God was listening. Wishing that, that you could have a house like this. Is that true? We met with God today. So, do you have children? No. You don't have children? Does the person that have the house have children? Yes. So, you wish one day you could have children too? Yes. Yes. Now, I am not accusing you of covetousness. Yes? King James term, right? But you was having this this conversation, you're having this thought. Hmm? And, and sometimes it's and sometimes it's like you ever been around somebody that's got something you want? Uh, 
Lord. This is like, boy, I'm trying to be nice to you, but. Mm. God has heard your prayer, daughter. He's heard your prayer. Are you married? But you ain't got kids yet. You want kids? With this man? The man you got, you want kids. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you able to have kids? (laughs) Yeah? So how come you don't have kids? How long you been married? You been married? You married? Father, I pray for this uh, this mute spirit to come out. (laughs) (laughs) Open her mouth and let her speak, Lord. (laughs) Listen, this is not embarrassing, right? You met with God today. See, sometimes you talk and you don't realize God's listening to you. Uh, and God is not frowning on you. Right? So, so why, why you and your husband ain't had kids yet? You waiting or what? Tried? Not working? You want it to work? Yes. Do you want to get pregnant or not? Yes. yes. I ain't making him pregnant. I'm asking you. <laughs> I don't do that thing. <laughs> Although that would be a miracle, wouldn't it? But I ain't going to do that thing. Right? <laughs> you know, the Lord says, be fruitful and multiply. He said that 6,000 years ago to you females. It still applies today. You believe that? Daughter, it's going to happen. This, this, is, this is my one advice to you. Just let God do it. Be free. Don't tell him how to do it. Be free. Huh? Your children coming, your house coming. Huh? Just be free. The Lord says the day is coming when you're not going to have to look in no catalog and you're not going to have to look in somebody else's house to see the things you want but can't have. Put me first and just let me do it my way. Let me do it my way. Right? Let me decide when you get pregnant. Yes? You receive that? Yes. It's going to happen. Trust Him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. that's that's for any house sitters in this house and what I mean by that let's 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 broaden that description how many of you have been sitting in in somebody else's house and you wish you had that how many of you have been sitting in somebody else's car and wish you had that now we we don't want to go to covetousness you know we don't we don't want to to wish nobody dead or that type of thing, you know. Or they, they get hit with a stroke and you got to take care of them so you get to drive their car now because they can't, they, can't, they, can't, they can't drive because they can't lift their arm, you know. No, no we ain't talking about that stuff. Hmm. We're talking about when the child of God, we ain't talking about your flesh. We're talking about when the child of God, huh, you see something. Hmm. Now, we see things, but sometimes you know somebody that's got something. And it's just like, 
Dun, dun, dun. I'm trying to be happy for you, you know. Am I talking to anybody else? I, I try to be happy, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Trying to be happy. Uh-huh. See, Josanne and Ishmael are in a place that nobody knows about. Because I see about 15 or 20 of you. You're over there in the spirit. You're not even in, you're not even in the house this morning. You're, you're over there in the spirit trying to see how things are going, you know. Uh, you, don't, you don't know where to be jealous or I told you so. Uh, and you're waiting for her to come back to see if she's smiling or not, to know whether or not if, if you want the same thing. My people, come home. Y'all come home. Leave, leave them alone over there. <laughs> yes. But, but for the house sitters, the car sitters, the job sitters, all, all, these, all these sitters, you know. And sometimes you, seriously, sometimes you, you know the person that has what you want. But listen, if God gave it to them, he can give it to you. This is what you must not do. You must not start looking at them like they're better than you. And, and you're looking to see, okay, what are they doing that I'm not doing? You might know what I'm talking about? Or how are they better? See, Christians do this all the time to each other. Huh? They say, well, I'm just as good as they are. I don't know why they got the blessing. Because you don't get the blessing by being good. You get the blessing by believing that God is good. Amen. So refrain from that. And with all your strength, try to be happy for the people that's got blessings. Yeah? Try to be happy for people that's got blessings. Do you have a sister on the end in the white? You have a sister? You have a sister? Is your sister married? No. A younger sister. Huh? Younger sister. You, you don't have an older sister. You I have, have an older sister too. I have a, a sister after me. Two sisters. All right. So one we, is married. Oh, okay. Which sister has some of the stuff you would like to have? Which sister? Or maybe you would like to have both. You'd like to have the older sister stuff and the younger sister's no. youth. Which no, which no, sister? No. Which sister? My my second sister, she's married. Her life is okay. It's okay. Yeah. And you wonder why your life is not yeah. okay. Yes. Daughter, the Lord knows you from all the way over here. <laughs> I didn't even have to get close to you. Yes. Yes? Right? Yeah. Now, it's not that God is far away from you. You know, sometimes we push God away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we tell God is a long ways off from us. Because <laughs> huh? sometimes, you know, we may not be a bad person, but we know we could do, we, we know we could do better. And so, yes. because of that, sometimes we push God off, you know. Huh? But the truth is, God right there in your face. <laughs> but you think he's way over there, but he ain't over there, you know. Nah. Here's right here. He's waiting for you to receive his love. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Give him a chance to quit judging yourself. All right. I, I'm coming Thank back you. to you now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs>
Listen, all these things are going to happen to your daughter. Thank you, Jesus. But first, we're going to take off the unbelief. The unbelief. Because yes. in your heart, you felt like you had that chance and you blew it. Yes. Am I telling you the truth? Truth. Right? Truth. Listen. I feel like it's all gone. <laughs> yes, but it's not. Right? Some of us have blew it so many times we could be a trumpet player. <laughs> true. True, mm? true, true. That's why all them trumpets are blowing in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. you ain't blew it, right? God huh? is able. You trust him. Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. Amen. Mm. Praise God. Thank mm. you. What about you? This your child? No? Why you? Oh, yeah, I know him. Will you adopt him? Um, yeah, yeah. How old are you? 27. 27? Yeah. Who are you looking next week to be 27? Next two weeks is Mobadito. Next two weeks? Yes. No, you stand up. Next two weeks. What day? What day is your birthday on? The 3rd of December. The 3rd of December. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hmm. And you 27? Yeah. No. You, you need to carry your ID with you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> mm, but, but you would like to have one of those things. She's saying that, but no. Do you <laughs> this have is a, mine, do, do you ha Which one's yours? That one? Yeah, so I got Yeah, it. but all the baby none come off of him. <laughs> he ain't got no more baby on Just that one is yours. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you the one to get married yeah. here? Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Say that again? She had three, yeah. Three? Yeah. Oh, three all together. Yeah. Oh. So, so what you want another one for? Well, I'm not going to say we're not looking for another one. Oh, you know, like, it was nice holding them, but you I... You just like the little one. Mm -hmm. Can't hold that one much anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you don't want no more? No. The Bible says be fruitful. I've never seen a tree with just three mangoes on it, you know. Nah, I ain't gonna speak that on you. Mmm. <laughs> What's that? I tell her she don't speak that on Uh huh. She been speaking it on Yes. You? Uh huh. How many fruits she had? Two. 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 Uh huh. <laughs> All right, so maybe we need to speak some fruits on you. Huh? She need the fruits. <laughs> You want fruits on her, but you want fruits? <laughs> the Bible says fruit unto others that you would have others fruit yeah. unto you. Oh, wow. I like that. I love that <laughs> Oh! You want a little one, but you don't want the responsibility, so you want her to have it so you can play with it. I don't want, I don't want the responsibility. Who is she? She's my... I don't, my best friend. <laughs> She's not your best friend. Best she wants you to get pregnant just so she can play with your child. True. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put her on the best friend list. You can put her on Facebook, but I, I had to stop it right there. She wants you to have baby. Next thing you have ten babies just so she can play with them. <laughs> so I, w I was I wasn't sure I wasn't sure who was getting married. 
this is the one marrying old years during the day, right? By the way, we're having two services Sunday. Right? That's Christmas, though. And New Year's. And, and oh, yeah. We're going we to have all three. You don't have to tend all three. Right? But, but we're going to have, say that? 9 a.m., 12, and 8. And 8. 9, 12, and 8. We're going to do that. Right? And somewhere in between 12 and 8, we're going to. But now that I see you face to face, I am so happy you get married that day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Prophet. I, w- I was wondering who, who, I was trying to figure out who is this that's getting married. You I, did call me hyper. I called you hyper. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I called her what? Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see that. I like that. Uh-huh. Mm. So that I just I just want to confirm that that's that's a good thing. Don't get no cold feet about this. <laughs> I, I'm not going to ask Lynn to touch your feet. Because I, <laughs> I think you need I think you need that confirmation that this is a good thing. Yeah. So you believe it's a good thing. Oh, all these mute spirits in the house. What? Yes, yes. Sometimes, sometimes the ladies need these mute spirits when their husbands are around. You know, they they can't ever find them mute spirits when the husband. <laughs> far from it, they don't. They don't know. Look who I'm talking to. What? Listen, God is going to show you some things. Right? Next week or two, He's going to show you some things. Thank you. Trust Him. Yes. Hmm? You can't always see the outcome, but you can always trust God for the best. Yes. Amen. Thank you. You're most welcome. I'm going to put the mute spirit at your disposal that, that, that you may use it periodically. <laughs> Not the deaf spirit, just the mute. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful day. Listen, this is not just a good message. I am so serious about this. If you will have hope and realize your life is a choice, choose life. Choose to have hope. Choose to believe something good is going to happen this week. Whether it does or not, but it will. Something good will happen. Just don't, don't dictate heaven as to what has to happen. But know that something good is going to happen this way. And it don't have to be nothing big. It could just be your favorite food. Just start to see, oh, the Lord loves me. Let it start right there. Let your faith start right there in that place. And yes, life always has these these thorns. It says God is going to give you a hundred times as much. But sometimes persecution comes. But all things work for the good. 
there's not a blessing that don't have some problems with it. And the bigger the blessings, the more problems you got. So you got to know how to manage those, those, little, those little hiccups and things in life. But have this hope. This hope will draw things to you. Because I believe there's so much in this life that we could have if we would just choose it. If eternal life is a choice, how much more the things in this life? And if the Lord loved you so much to die for you, the Bible says this. How much more will he give you all things? Hmm? Just give him the credit. Give him the boast. Trust in him. Amen? Amen. Trust in him.